Welcome to Burn News Current Affairs Podcast with Jeremy Deacon. Listen at your leisure on www.burnnews.com. Joining me today is Namrata Bicht. She is the Youth Premier in Bermuda's Youth Parliament. Namrata, why did you decide to sign up to the Youth Parliament and why or how did you become the Premier? Uh, I initially heard about Youth Parliament through my school and someone there was a member and they encouraged me to join because they thought it was a good outlet for youth and a way to uh, build political knowledge about what's going on in Bermuda. So every year at the start of the school year we have elections and this September we had elections where people ran to become uh, the premier or opposition leader and I was elected by the students there to be the premier for this year. What did you have to do to be elected? Did you have to give a speech? Uh, yes, we had to give a speech outlining our duties, our goals for the year and what we specifically would bring as the premier. So tell me what your goals were. Um, my goals were to have a more international perspective in youth parliament and to bring knowledge of global events, not just in Bermuda, but also, you know, wars in Syria or even other things going on in the U.S., to bring that knowledge and also to be more involved in the community. In the community in Bermuda? Yes. So what, what strengths can you, did you say you could bring as Premier? What did you tell them about that? Um, well, one of my strengths was my debating background, uh-huh. so I kind of use that persuasiveness to convince them to vote for me. And do you think that's, uh, that's, that's the way politics is, persuasiveness? Uh, to an extent, it is persi- persuasiveness, but once you actually get elected, you need to act upon what you set your agenda was to remain in office. Right, so how, how just out of interest, how, how have you managed to act on it? Um, I've managed to act on it by, so weekly we have these news readings where people volunteer to have, uh, share an event which was around the globe that they thought was important. We have those and we also have the upcoming Commonwealth Day Mm -hmm. and one of our themes is, uh, the overall theme is inclusivity. So we've organized it into domestic Uh, inclusivity like within Bermuda and also global inclusivity around the world. I didn't realize you actually meet once a week then, is that? Yes, every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Is that through the life of the parliamentary session or is that throughout the year? Um, It's throughout the school year. Okay, that's interesting. Um, Obvious question, but if you were Premier, what what would be your number one priority in Bermuda? Uh, one of my number one priorities would be to spread awareness about equality. Um, that would probably be accomplished through, you know, legislation for uh, marriage equality in Bermuda. But You're talking also, about same-sex marriage. Yes, yeah, same-sex marriage, and also um, bring more awareness to like disparities in wages, even in Bermuda. That's a huge problem. One of them. What else do you think needs fixing? Um, Other than that, I think one of the biggest problems uh, affecting the youth a lot is the current public education system. Mm -hmm. Right now, there's not, I would say, um, when I went to Cedar Bridge, there was not a clear curriculum. We had uh, American curriculum mixed with British curriculum, Mm -hmm. so that kind of made it 
difficult to get the credits necessary for college. So that would, it would probably have to get sort of organized better. Education is pretty key, isn't it? Yes. And what do you think the biggest problems facing Bermuda are at the moment? Um, like I just said, education, education that's yeah. one of the biggest problems. Also, uh, the things I would fix as Premier, like the inequality present. Right. You think that's a bigger problem at the moment than, than the economy? Um, well, the economy, it's difficult to manage education system because that needs financing as well, which would require a larger deficit in Bermuda, but I think in the long run that would be most beneficial because when we have a better equipped uh, workforce, that would, in the long term, lead to better um, development economically. So you think regardless of the deficit, we should be spending more money on education? Yeah, I think it has to be um, spent in better ways. Right now, there's huge spending um, on schools, which is not necessary. So I think it starts with the curriculum, and it starts with having a better education plan. So what, what things do you see being, money being spent on that aren't necessary? Um, well, I would have to look more in depth, right. but it Off would be like electricity probably. Right, so yes. you, you get solar in or something like that, which yes. reduce costs. Because there's, there's a big upfront cost as well, savings in the long run. And um, when you guys meet in, in the Youth Parliament, is it all very civil? Uh, yes, it is. Because it often isn't, is it, on the house on the hill? Uh, it's probably more civil. We, we're very respectful of the speaker, and we follow all parliamentary procedures. Okay. Do, you, do you follow the debates in the House of Assembly at all? Um, sometimes when I get time, yes. Right. I just wonder what you think about the behaviour sometimes that's displayed there. Um, I think sometimes people get really passionate about what their stance on an issue is. So that, you know, passion comes out sort of as aggression sometimes. So you think it's more passion than it is deliberate aggression? Yes. It's interesting, because an awful lot of people would disagree with you, I guess. Yeah, I think uh, because of the stance they've developed and all the research they've put into backing up that stance, it comes as kind of protecting the stance and making it win by any means right. possible. Any means possible. So do you, are, you, are you in favour of the Westminster-style system, or would you like to see something else? Because often people say the Westminster-style system really puts people at loggerheads and generates this kind of, what you might call, bad behaviour. Um, I think, though, uh, I think it's a good way to generate more conversation and have, like, lively debates. Okay. So. Um, are you intending to go into politics? Um, my, what I plan to major in is science, but I also have an interest in politics now. Okay, so maybe further down the line. So you're, you're, I should explain, you're at BHS at the moment, aren't you? Yes. Okay, so you're planning to go to university? Yes. And maybe come back and who knows, end up as Premier? <laughs> um, I'm not Bermudian, so I don't oh, think that would be possible. All right, well, yeah, who... Um, my next question is going to be who you can vote for, but that's a bit irrelevant. Your, your Bermudian friends, who do you think they'll vote for? I, Who's the predominant favourite party at the moment? Um, well, my friends, within politics, I would actually say that uh, 
they'd be more likely to vote for the OBA. Okay. But it's um, odd in Bermuda because I think this is like one of the only countries where my more liberal friends would vote for more of a right-wing party. Oh, that's, than, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, and do you think there's room for a third party here? Do you think there's a need for a third party here? I definitely think there's a need for a third party here that combines um, liberal views, like social and also fiscal liberal views. Liberal with a small L or a capital L? <laughs> uh, capital L. Capital L. So you want a liberal party? Yes. Really, because it used to be one, of course, a national liberal party, I believe it was called. But uh, that didn't go anywhere because there's been some attempts to have a third party, but they haven't gone anywhere yet. Okay, Ma'am Randall, well, well, thank you very much. That was a very interesting little interview. Um, just one thing I'd like to know, what, um, when, when you debate in the Youth Parliament, is it very well supported? Is there a lot of passion there as well? Yes, definitely. Uh, we have several meetings before the weeks leading up to the debate where we prepare, and the opposition leader and the Premier, we go through all our um, member speeches, we make sure that they have evidence to back up what they're saying. So mm -hmm. there's definitely a lot of hard work mm -hmm. put into the debates. And do you debate um, things on a national level or do you debate very small things like uh, your school curriculum, not small things like school curriculum, but what, uh, do you debate things on a national level? Um, most of our debates are on a national level. Uh, the last one was on increasing um, spending on mental health in Bermuda. So it has to be implementable in Bermuda, mm -hmm. but um, one of our debates I would like to do a more international topic. So and the spending on mental health, was that to increase it? Yes, and to did, increase. Did that pass? Um, no, unfortunately the opposition won that debate. <laughs> okay, then Raj, on, on that note, thank you very much indeed for your help. Thank you. Uh, and good luck with everything in the future. Thank you very much. Thank you for tuning in to Burn News Current Affairs Podcast with Jeremy Deacon. Listen at your leisure on www.burnnews.com, your 24-7 Bermuda news source.